all the time. <laughs> yo, 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 welcome to another Hefe Cast. And I'm going to try to have some type of energy. Very tired. Been a long day. Been up since, uh, what, 2.30 this morning? Had an hour nap. Ran around. Blah, blah. I'm not trying to do too much. Uh, I'm going to get to the point today. Uh, first things first, shout out uh, Kayla Nichols. That's my dog. And she had texted me yesterday evening, I believe. And she said that she told me a whole spiel of story, but she basically had Mr. Kenzie's email. And she sent it to me. And I actually sent him an <laughs> email at like three something this morning. Uh, just basically saying that, you know, there's a lot of us that were curious of how he was doing. And we just wanted to hear from him. And and I sent her that I sent her that 353 a.m. <laughs> I was at work, whatever. So he sent me back at 602. I just so happened to look down and see his name in my uh, email, whatever. So, Mr. Kenty, uh, this is his message. And uh, I'm going to read it to you. I'm going to post it on. Excuse me. Let me vibrate. Uh, I'm going to post it on the screen as well. I don't know if you can squint. Or maybe this this is not going to help you. But I'm going to read it anyway. Artists. What a pleasure to hear from you. Those years at Benjamin Tasker were a tremendous learning experience for me. I had the great good fortune to work with an incredible faculty. Tremendous leadership from Mr. Lloyd. Many students like you who made coming to school each day a pleasure and supported so many parents in the community. When you think of all the parts of that team that made that school a great place to work and learn, then you understand that it was the concerted efforts of the staff and the student body that made the school as strong as it was. You have no idea what it means for me for you to touch base after so many years. When I left Tasker, excuse me, when I left Tasker, I spent my last two years in the county at Bowie High School where I had a chance to reconnect with so many former Tasker students and their families. I retired in 2006 and went to work full-time as a ranger for the Maryland Park Service. Last September, I resigned from the Park Service and, uh, and am currently retired. All of our children are grown. Denise and I are enjoying our grandchildren. I hope that you and your family have remained safe and healthy throughout the COVID pandemic and it surely reshaped our world. My belief is that we are resilient as a country and we will recover in a good time. And uh, I have responded to him. You know, just basically, man, it's great to hear from you. I'm going to pass your message um, to the people that wanted to hear from you. I didn't get to asking him to come on the podcast. He's retired. I'm going to leave Mr. Kenty alone as far as retirement. Uh, you know, let him chill. He's done all his service, but I did reach out. Thank you, Kayla, again. Uh, she knew I wanted to try to find him, and, you know, she did on her own, didn't ask her to found this information. So uh, once again, man, um, Mr. Kenty responded. He's doing well. He's retired. 
he uh he appreciates us reaching out um and that's what i wanted to tell y'all from mr kenty man i was really happy that he uh he spent the time to even write such a uh, a message you know to me and at six o'clock in the morning he should have been like who is writing me at 3 50 in the morning and then so awesome so the point of this podcast guys um I wanted to get on a couple of things. It's been a, a lot of uh, mass shootings and just random acts of violence and massacres and, and hatred and prejudice and racism. And I'm going to just, I'm going to try to go through this. I have a, a few uh, screenshots, a few stories I want to go over with, with real quickly. Just stay with me. I'm not going to stay too long. I'm going to try to blister this. I am extremely tired, but I felt the need that, you know, certain things need to be said and they can't, they can't wait. So uh, let's get into it. The first thing is first, let's start with the massacres before I get into the whole prejudice and all this stuff and pull up some, uh, some uh, statistics and things so we can just, I'm just, I don't understand what's going on. So we have one mass shooting. Uh, it was over here in law. It says from the Los Angeles Times. Let me see. See, I put all this stuff in here. You can tell uh, I <laughs> I just threw stuff in here without even really paying attention. Is this? Well, fine. I'll read it from here. Sorry. So four four killed, including child, in mass shooting at Orange Office Complex. Four people, including the child, were killed Wednesday evening. And a fifth person was injured in a mass shooting in Orange. In Orange. It keeps saying in Orange. Orange office complex. Okay. It marks the third mass shooting in the United States in two weeks. Coming after incidents at three Atlanta spas that killed eight people, including six Asian women, and at a Boulder, Colorado supermarket that killed 10. Come on. I mean, it's just... It's mind-blowing. Um, few details were immediately available about the victims or potential motive for the shooting. Uh, the officers accounted gunfire when they arrived and opened fire. The shooter was taken to the hospital with a gunshot wound and was listed in critical condition Wednesday night. It's unclear if the wound was self-inflicted or if he was struck by police gunfire. So uh, they said the city hasn't had a situation like this since the 1997 Caltrans shooting. In that incident, a former state employee opened fire with an assault rifle at a state uh, maintenance yard, killing four people before dying in a shootout with the police. Um, so that's one instance. The second instance is D.C. I could have sworn I took the... Uh, I took screenshots of all this stuff, but I can't see because it's stuff so far away. No, wrong stuff. That's for later. I'll just read the headlines from here because I apparently didn't put them in there. Or if I did, I'm overlooking them. Uh, hold on. Sorry. Yeah, we'll get to that later. So D.C. shooting leaves two dead, three injured as city grapples with violence. A councilman said two of the victims are mothers. Two people were fatally shot and three were wounded in Washington, D.C. on Wednesday. Another Wednesday shooting. 
as violence continues to plague the city following a series of gun crimes and the surge in carjackings involving underage suspects. So this is my problem. You know, it's there's these young cats, man, you got to understand the music they listen to. They are completely motivated. They are completely consumed with what they listen to and what they see on television. They really believe that's that snowfall life. They really think that power, that you know, the power that they want to be like Empire. They want to do they take the shortcuts. They they want to be cool. It's it's in the music, it's in the visuals, and it's and now it's in reality, and it's just gonna keep perpetuating itself until we finally get some real leaders of all colors to finally step up and put a foot down and say, look, forget the money. It's about we it's about doing things the right way. So it's, uh let's see. Officers with the Washington, D.C. Metropolitan Police Department responded to the Congress Heights neighborhood around 1.30 p.m. and found four people with gunshot wounds near an apartment complex parking lot. Authorities said a man and woman died and two others were taken to the hospital with non-life-threatening injuries. What is going on over there? Can y'all fly your helicopter somewhere else, please? I mean, how much, how long does it take to travel across the, the, the area? Is he leaving or coming? It's like it's not going anywhere. I don't want to have to get up. You see, when I'm tired, I'm annoyed. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Calm down. <laughs> um, so another person who was shot walked to a hospital with non-life-threatening injuries. No minors were involved, thankfully. The victim's identities have not been released, but councilman... Council member Trayon White said two of the people shot with mothers. Okay, well, my heart is troubled. I just think we as a community have to do better, and it starts with self. It hurts my heart. I know most of the victims here involved. Yeah, it does start with self. Um, man, I don't know where it really starts. I mean, it starts with the parenting because. Okay, okay, so some of the most brazen crimes the city is grappling with involve two teenage girls. I reported this, the 13 and 15-year-old girl, girls charged in a botched carjacking and a brutal death of the Uber Eats driver. So it's like, what's going on? You see what I'm saying? We got girls, 13 and 15. Hold on, I'm closing my window. They're about to blow me. Seriously. Makes no goddamn sense. Who's out there? Who's out there? X-Men? The Avengers? Shit. You're ruining my damn stupid. Like, what was all of that? Anyways. I completely lost where I was. Stupid. <sighs> so uh the little girls you got these girls 13 15 you got these young kids man they doing these carjackings uh it says we have a gun violence problem in the community no i mean yeah we have a gun violence uh we have a lot of problems in our community um i don't know who who's going to take any you know is there any blame to take for 
for what's going on. You know, what, who can we, can you blame the artists for making the music that they make when it says parental advisory? Do you blame the parents for allowing their children to listen to certain music? Is it the parents' fault for not screening what their children are watching on television? Um, it's a little bit of everything. I think even musicians have, although you know their intention may not, other than uh, their intention may not. Well, some people's audience is younger, but their intention may not to, for their for their songs to get to children, but they get there. Um, but is that really their fault? Is it the parents? It's really I don't know. I, I I've always had a a mind to understand the difference between entertainment and reality, you know, and it just seems like a lot of these kids are so, I don't know if it's because they came up in the, in the virtual reality and the, in the electronics. I, I don't know what it is. It's just like, they just, it's like they can't separate reality from entertainment. And they really believe that a lot of their rappers are still running up, running up in somebody's house or in the streets, gangbanging, bro. They're not. They may have, but they're not. And I, I feel like as an artist, they have a responsibility to let them know this is a story I'm telling. Like this is a, a, maybe a, something that I went through to get to where I am. Not saying this is the best way, but it was a way I went. Not saying it's the way that you should go. It's just like I'm storytelling and I got a beat to it and I'm, and you vibing with me. But now it's just like I just think these it's not storytelling. It's like I'm telling you to go do it. I'm glorifying, uh, you know. I'm I'm glorifying the dark side. I don't get it. He said Wednesday shooting appeared to stem from an unspecified dispute. Authorities could not say how many rounds were fired or the type of weapon used. At one point during the police response, officers entered an apartment unit to look for potential uh, victims, but none were found. However, we did find evidence related to our scene that we are now looking into. Unfortunately, I've been at this location before. Another tragedy that happened here some years ago. So, I mean, look, I know I don't want, uh, I don't want to offend anybody that's in D.C. I have family in D.C. I used to be in D.C. I'm not a fan of D.C. I'm not, you know, if I go, I go for what I'm doing and I get out. It's like, it's just always something bad happening. This is, it's always some crap. It's always some negative. It's always some murder. It's always some killing. It's always some, I got the, the homeless people on the vents and the sickening people that take their casual time walking across the street, knowing you're trying to catch the light and you're just going to take your time. Yeah, you don't care that there's 15 cars sitting here that's been sitting here for 30 minutes trying to catch this light that only lasts for 32 seconds. Meanwhile, you have a 55-second light, and y'all just take every second of it. Oh, I hate DC. You're one ways, and you and you you can't turn this way. Oh, frustrating. That's enough for me just not to want to be there alone. But then you add all the extra, the random killing. You could be walking around just chilling. Bow. Oop, I just got shot on accident. Why? Why? And here's the last one. Uh, as far as mass 
mass shootings and massacres that I have seen today. Horrific massacre. Oh, hold up. Did I do it twice? No, no, no. I think I might have did it twice. I think it's two different. Okay, so it's from two different zones. All right, same thing. The massacre with the guy killing the kids. It's from two different sites. And uh, the orange thing. So, yeah, two. And then I have the update. I updated the uh, so the Asian hate. When I had reported on that man who attacked a 65-year-old woman, apparently this man was out on he was out on parole for killing his mother. This guy. He was charged with a hate uh, hate crime assault on the Asian woman. I just I think maybe maybe three or four podcasts ago. And he was out for killing his mother. Why does people who kill their kill period? Unless in self-defense. Why are you paroled? No bail. What? I, I don't get it. It's just... How do you get to kill somebody and say, oh, yeah. Uh, you can go ahead. And we'll see you in a... What's his, his court date? Six months? What are you talking about? Lock that ass up. The man arrested in an assault on a 65-year-old Asian woman in New York City was out on parole for killing his mother. Brandon Elliott was arrested early Wednesday. Everything happened Wednesday. Elliott was charged with two counts. Hump day. I guess that's middle of the week crap. Elliott was charged with two counts of second degree assault as an Asian. Oh, excuse me. Where did I see that? That must be the tiredness. I said as an Asian. Jesus. As a hate crime and one count. I know, right? You're probably like, how did you get Asian from as a hate crime? I don't know. As a hate crime and one count of first degree attempted assault as a hate crime. Elliot is facing 25 years in prison in addition to other consequences related to his lifetime parole if, con uh, if convicted. How did you get out on parole for killing? <laughs> I just feel like if you kill somebody, you should just do life. That person doesn't have the opportunity to live anymore and... You are, and you shouldn't have the ability to get to walk around and have the freedom. Oh, I did 30 years. I'm good. No, do 60. Do your whole life. Look at this crap. Obviously, he hasn't learned the damn thing. They said, Mr. Elliott has a constitutional right to counsel and due process. As with every client we represent, he will have unfettered access to our legal resources and expertise. We are fully reviewing this case and will have additional comments in the coming days and weeks. What comments you going to add? What new evidence? Uh, we have these uh, these fresh pictures of uh, bruised knuckles from hitting this 65-year-old. What? Are you going to try to come up with some backstory? Oh, he has uh, mental health issues where uh, no, he knew what he was doing. It's not the first time. He clearly has a problem with women. He killed his mother. Now he's just walking down New York down New York, instead of getting the New York big, you know, the big sliced pieces, he's over there whipping on on Jackie Chan's cousins. What is his problem? He needs to be locked up and they need to throw away the key, bro. I'm sorry, some people just can't be rehabilitated. I'm sorry, they can't. I know you want to give people a second chance, but some people don't deserve it, especially when you kill somebody. I just feel like unless there's a true reason, this person came in your house. 
You know, he was trying to, and you was like, oh, nah, bow, got you first. Okay, I feel that. Somebody trying to, you in a fight, tussle, they trying to get you, and you end up, like, getting them back. I get you. But this, this type of nonsense is ridiculous. I'm, uh, so, this is what I wanted to go through. I wanted to just put up these definitions, because I just... I want to put up hate crime. What are they defining hate crime? Hate crime. A crime typically one involving violence that is motivated by prejudice on the basis of race, religion, sexual orientation, or other grounds. Hmm. Okay. Okay. So, um, prejudice. A like or dislike for one rather than another, especially without good reason. She has a prejudice against department stores, a feeling of unfair dislike direct against an individual or group because of some characteristics as race or religion, injury or damage to a person's rights, prejudice, and racism, prejudice. You know, if you know, I think I've seen prejudice and with the exception of prejudice being its own, def, you know, its own word, but prejudice is showing up a lot in there. Um, prejudice, discrimination, or antagonism directed against a person or people on the basis of their membership in a particular racial or ethnic, uh, excuse me, ethnic group, typically one that is a minority or marginalized. And at the bottom, the belief that different races possess distinct characteristics, abilities, or qualities, especially so as to distinguish them as inferior or superior to one another. I am a black male. A melanated male, however you want to describe us colored people. Okay. I have dealt with my fair share of discrimination, whether it be because of my locks, whether because I smoke weed, whether because I'm just a black guy, whether because I'm from the suburbs, whether because I grew up in a nice house, whether because I drove nice cars, whether who knows? It was the, the sun was out. Uh, maybe they woke up on the wrong side of the bed. Maybe he didn't tie his left shoe. Maybe he didn't. He missed a tooth in the back when when he was brushing this morning. Who knows? But they don't need a reason to just wake up and and be who they are and be hateful. My my question is why? I mean, is uh, you know, are people really still teaching their children to hate people based on color, based on what you see with your eyes, and not like what you you know, um, what I mean by that, like when you just, just the outward appearance of somebody, oh, well, look at artists. Oh, he's brown skin. Oh, he got dreads. Oh, Jesus. Hey, uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know what people really, this lady comp, this lady at my job yesterday, I went to make a delivery in College Park and she complimented my attire. But you should have heard how she was trying to compliment me. It was like she didn't know how to. <laughs> How to compliment what I was wearing? It was very, I was. It's very interesting watching her try stumble across her words. I don't know if she was trying not to. I mean, she was like saying she liked it, but I don't know. She would, the way she was trying to style the words. It was just like just say it. Like people, I guess, just think black people are aggressive and and like I'd say to people, you know, as big as the population is, we're a very small percent. 
And that's why I look at a lot of these celebrities and I'm like, yo, you don't represent us in the in the right light. Is it your responsibility? You say no. I say yes, because you're in the spotlight and um, that comes with that. You didn't want to be a mentor or, or what's it called to people like a, a role model, but you are now because you're you're exposed in front of so many people. And I hate those reality TV shows. They don't show us in the best light. And you think about somebody who lives in Idaho, who lives in North Dakota, who who lives in Vermont, who never have came across black people and they watch Snowfall and they like power. And they see it, it and, and they see Monique in the parkers and how loud we are and, and and how we just deal drugs and we beat you down. I mean, I'm not saying we won't beat you down, and I'm not saying that we not loud because we like to have fun. We loud at cookouts. Hey, cousin, he he three feet away. You screaming right in his face. Give me a beer. All of that. I get that. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that. We're not a lively pack of people, but not all black people are the same. Not all white people are the same. Not all Asians are the same. Not all Spanish people are the same. Okay. So it's just like, it's just annoying. You know, um, you know, I'm raising two girls. I have a Spanish black daughter and I have a black daughter. Okay. I have a light skin, fair light skin, and I have a brown skin. They're going to be viewed differently. Is that fair? No. I mean, we know that the light skin thing, the pro, you know, and, and a lot of times uh, brown skin girls, especially back in my time, there was a lot of black jokes and all that crap. And, you know, people are so insecure with themselves and they just want to try to crap on you. And, you know, that's why I always feed Kennedy how beautiful and how much I love her as, as much as I can. But I want to get into some uh, statistics. Just throwing up some. I, I was just looking up some hate crime stats. Um, and this is from New York from 2019 to 2020. I was trying to break it down with with uh, race. And I, they have a bunch of stuff. So as you can see, uh, there was the three Asians both years. 24-24 for black. Uh, I guess ethnic is, I guess they're saying like, you know, uh, ethnic, um, hate crimes, which I would guess is attributed to the Asian because it's only three and they had three, I don't know, whatever, gender, Hispanic, just try to throw some of these numbers out here so I can get a good understanding. You know, you have your sexual orientation ones, you know, people still hating people because of their sex. Why is somebody else sex? bother you who they like because you a man wants to date a man or a woman dates a woman why does it bother you to the point of you're just like you're just miserable to the point i'm gonna attack somebody because of their orientation because of their their belief it's just i'm just going to throw up a couple of uh graphs real quick we'll look at them together just to see like this is who we are <laughs> This is who we are. We can't keep lying to ourselves. These are hate crimes by year. And we it's all the way down to 98. Uh, I mean, man, it was bad, bad up in 98 to 2002. 
I guess when you look at it in that scope, we've went down significantly. But then again, um, there's a lot of um, there's a lot of hate crimes that don't get uh, called in, don't get reported on. Uh, because now, I guess, from seeing this here, you know, I guess all those people in the 98, 2000 and stuff eventually start learning that, okay, we're making these calls, but y'all not, y'all not doing anything. When people start noticing that, you know, they're asking for help and you're not helping them, they stop asking for help because they feel like you're not helping them. So just like, women that would say, you know, they want to, somebody who sexually assault them and they go and try to tell, tell the police they were raped and y'all make it seem like, oh, you was asking for it. Then that's why women and their names get dragged through the, through the, the news media. Then you, when you start hearing all these Me Too things come out, then it's like, oh my God, why y'all ain't say anything? Because when they did speak up, you made them seem like whores. Like you made it seem like it was their fault. And so they didn't feel protected. So they stopped speaking up. So these numbers that I'm showing aren't really, I'm like, I mean, and it's just varying because I mean, like I'm looking at these and you got 483. What are they based on? Is this in California? Because it says some of California state. So maybe this is a California map. And then this is a, a, a this is taken from the FBI. So as you can see, well, this stopped in 2017, but the rise was the rise is, is coming back up. It's coming back up. Does that have to do with is is this correlate with Donald Trump? I can't say it does because look. We we've constantly this has been a constant. This is in our in our blood. We have been maybe um pre not exposed, but like predisposed, maybe. What, what is the word I'm looking for? Uh to have a hatred towards people. Not maybe on purpose, even if you're not, you know, but people okay like say black people how you know we're the, the oppressed ones and everything and um you know they say you know the white people have privilege right and so a black guy who's getting pulled over at the same time as the white guy and the black guy getting arrested he has nothing he getting handcuffed just to check his car and the white guy just walks off with a warning you see, it, it, that can breed, uh, you know, hate hate for another race because it's like, yo, y'all just gonna pull me over and, and and put me in handcuffs, but you let the white guy go. So it's like maybe we have this predisposed nature to uh, want to uh, like. Now I don't want to say we are predisposed to hate one another, but it's like maybe it's something in there. Uh, because these numbers are just they, they, numbers they say, well, they say numbers don't lie, but they do. Because once again, Bill Gates reads a book that call, uh, that's titled How to Lie with Statistics. 
and I have the picture of him reading that book. So, um, you know, you hate crimes, offenses by strand and type, and then a charge of summons. So you got your race, religion, sexual orientation, disability, transgender, um, and you know, so public order offenses, man, 14% for religion, you know, oh, no, that's race, excuse me, religion, 12%, sexual orientation, 12%, disability, three, transgender, four, non-hate crime, 10. <laughs> I mean, so it's just regular, so, so hate crimes is just out crime and just crime. Is that what this is saying? Is that what that because non-hate crime will be just crime, right? Look like crime getting his butt kicked in each one of those. It's a, it's not it's like there's enough people out here to to share some love. I don't think women are as angry as well. Men seem to be the angrier of the two, but there are some angry women, especially you Jamaican women. Y'all some angry people. <laughs> don't come for me, cousin. So um, hate crimes in the United States by race since 2015. As you can see, I'm not now. Look, I do want to put this out. I'm not putting this out to uh, to be like, oh, black person, black people have it the worst. I'm just putting out. I'm just trying to understand and try to shed a light on what the hell. Like it's just ignorance. I just don't get the hate crimes, and I was trying to find. What is the cause? And um, maybe I have to go and really delve into that. I'm, I'm really tired. I need to go to sleep. Uh, so this, hold on. This is in the way I can't see. Let me move this briefly. So black or African-American is 52%. White is 18%, Hispanic, Latino, nine, Native American, three, multiple race groups, three, Asian, three, Arab, one, Pacific Islander, 0.1, because they don't come over here. They be like, look, I'm staying where we at. And other. What is other? Alien? Hamsters? Monkeys? What is other? Need something definite. What is that? And uh, the last graph I have on here is uh, U.S. hate crime at its highest level in over a decade. And uh, as you can see, the last, well, I guess, uh, with the exception of 2020, 17, 18, 19, those are all Trump years, right? So I just wanted to bring attention to it, to, the, to what's going on, these hate crimes, uh, and uh, actually, this is how I think this is what the FBI defines the hate crimes. Hate crimes are the highest priority of the FBI civil rights program because of the devastating impact they have on families and communities. The Bureau investigates hundreds of these cases every year, and we work to detect and prevent incidents through law enforcement training, public outreach, and partnerships with community groups. Traditionally, FBI investigations of hate crimes were limited to crimes in which perpetrators acted based on bias against the victim's race, color, religion, or national origin. In addition, investigators, excuse me, investigations were restricted 
to those wherein the victim was engaged in a federally protected activity with the passage of the Matthew Shepard and James Byrd Jr. Hate Crimes Prevention Act of 2009. The Bureau became authorized to also investigate crimes committed against those based on biases of actual or perceived sexual orientation, gender identi identity, disability, or gender. So you can definitely, if you really uh, want you know, more details, uh, go through the FBI website. They have, so they said defining a hate crime. A hate crime is a traditional, uh, traditional offense like murder, arson, or vandalism with an added element of bias for the purposes of collecting statistics. The FBI has defined a hate crime as a criminal offense against a person or property motivated in whole or in part by an offender's bias against a race, religion, disability, sexual orientation, ethnicity, gender, or gender identity. Hate itself is not a crime, and the FBI is mindful of protecting freedom of speech and other civil liberties. Are you? So, in jest... We need to, uh, I don't know. I can't say let's hit the streets and protest. That doesn't, that doesn't work. We are met with violence there. <laughs> you know, we can't do peaceful protests. We're met by some group who's opposing us. Um, but in your own time, man, you know, draw attention. Educate the young and the youth around you. Because um, that's ultimately who's going to take over for us, just like we're taking over for our parents and the generation beforehand. And we're not leaving it in a good place. Um, there's sexual assaults, there's sex trafficking, hate crimes, racism, prejudice, murders. It's just like, yo you know I, I don't even have words for for this you know I could not imagine raising Kennedy to hate a specific group because of my personal ignorance oh you see those Mexicans you see Amelia mom she took she took Amelia from us that means you will hate every Spanish person forever, Kennedy. Hate every Spanish person. Don't you ever. Why would I? Glenda is not every Spanish person. <laughs> a black guy who did you wrong isn't every black guy. A white man who says something sideways isn't every white man. He's that person. Individual. We are individuals. We are people. A person. I came in this world alone and typically you go out of this world alone. You know, And it's just sad to see these numbers, these these numbers, these these numbers where hate crimes are doing more crime than regular crime, where seven thousand. Uh, hold on, let me get the the newest one. Look at how it correlates to when Trump hit the office. How it just shot up every single year, breaking the new record. How people. Really, like television is programming. People look to TV and for answers. 
and the television and the media they control these narratives and they push these these ideas like inception like bury it in your mind and let these little thoughts of hatred grow people like donald trump i mean i, I mean his message i'm not i don't know him personally but i'm just saying his message created started a lot of this stuff up now i don't know where it's going to lead to um you got the, the guy Calkin or Calvin, what's his name? Derek Calvin. His case is going on. If they make it for uh, the George Floyd murder, you know, if if he walks, you think the the black community is gonna, you know, be hush about that? Are we gonna go into another, you know, a situation where people are fighting and, and looting and rioting and protesting and you know, like at some point in time, we need to hold ourselves accountable. Police need to hold themselves accountable. The public needs to hold ourselves accountable for what we're doing out here. Uh, we're destroying our land. We're destroying thing. You know, what should be good and simple. If you don't want to be here, by all means, get your passport and leave. Simple. Go stay in your house. Go sit in the closet. Go watch porn. Bury your nose in a book. Do something. Go get a hobby. Pick up a guitar. Start a podcast. Record some music. Write some poems. But we got to stop just just Radiating, radiating this negative, like this energy, just all the time, just negative. Let's, it's just negative. It's, it's, uh, this, this, uh, it's like this culture of, uh, I don't know. It's so many things. It's like you were competing against each other. You know, it's just, it's just. I don't get it, people. I don't know. I just wanted to try to. I, I think that my brain is a little fried, and I can't dig as deep in my thoughts as I want to. And I don't mean fried from smoking. I mean fried from being awake for uh, the past eighteen hours. So, um, yeah, I'm gonna go to sleep. I'm gonna go to sleep, but I will. I'm gonna try to come back and continue this. We do need to stop the hate crimes. We need to stop the prejudice. We need to stop the racism. It's been going on forever. We can go back to the times of the Egyptians, okay? It's been slaves and prejudice and hierarchies and I mean, no better than me. I don't care who you are. I don't care how your, what your money look like, what your status is. You got two arms, you got two legs, Hopefully, two nostrils, ears, eyes. Maybe not as big as mine, but you got the forehead. Okay, we all people, man. We're individuals. We need to treat each other with respect and love. And if you don't want to deal with somebody because you don't like them, don't talk to them. <laughs> Do you realize that? That's the the beauty of having legs to walk away, a mouth to shut it, hands to get off your keyboard. You could just say click exit out of Facebook for today. We got to do better. You got to stop being selfish. And if you're a parent out there, 
Come on. Come on. You want your child coming to you one day saying I was some boys beat me up, some some other ethnic group beat your daughter up because oh I'm a little black girl, I'm a little I'm I'm a white kid in the black neighborhood. Come on, bro. That's it's corny. It's corny. And I was a white kid. I mean, I was and I was a black kid in a white neighborhood when I moved to Bowie. I went from Glenarden, Lanham to Bowie, Maryland in 1996 in Princeton Square. And it was only Corey Cochran, Tyler Webb, and the only other black person I think over there was probably Vivica Brooks, Brandon McElwain. I think Don Trail came, Tim Gregorio came down the line, Khalees Richardson showed up, fourth, fifth grade. Joe Richardson and his family showed up. Uh, who was my man that lived all the way in the back back there with, with uh Joe and them? He he was back there. We had Jason, the white boy who used to look like Eminem. We had the dude named something, some young blood, and the dude Brian that had the little dreads that like his hair kind of looked like Sideshow Bob. And they would really wrestle. Like really wrestle, like beat each other up for real, hit each other with chairs, get thrown through tables, have stitches, and um, yeah, that <laughs> those days. <laughs> so yeah, I'm out. I don't even really like have enough energy to tell y'all this, but I am smoke weed because I'm about to pee.